It's Tuesday the 16th of April 2019 and from London I'm Alec Hagen. Here's your Biz News Flash Briefing. Last week's ousting of Sudan's supposed president for life, the 75-year-old Omar al-Bashir, is ushering in a raft of new democratic freedoms. After mass protests which led to a military council ejecting al-Bashir and taking control last Thursday, the country has cancelled the curfew, freed political prisoners and promised to review many laws introduced by a dictator who ruled for 30 years. Al-Bashir is well known in South Africa. In 2017, the country attracted global condemnation when former President Jacob Zuma shielded the tyrant from arrest by the International Criminal Court, which wants him to stand trial for war crimes. The ousting of al-Bashir followed four months of mass action in which dozens of Sudanese protesters were killed. He is the second African dictator this month to be forced from office by citizens who've cried enough. It follows the ejection in another oil-rich country, Algeria, of its president, 82-year-old Abdulaziz Bouteflika, who had ruled that country for the past 20 years. Despite the controversy that surrounds his erratic actions at electric car maker Tesla, South African-born and raised entrepreneur Elon Musk still possesses plenty of money-pulling power. Yesterday, the other company that he runs, SpaceX, announced its intention to raise an additional $500 million towards funding Musk's ambitious internet via satellite business that's considered as key to the company's future. SpaceX's multi-billion dollar Starlink project is a proposed constellation of more than 10,000 interconnected satellites that will provide broadband connectivity anywhere on Earth. Currently, the biggest network of satellites numbers a modest 100. SpaceX is competing with Jeff Bezos' Amazon, which last month filed plans for its own Internet service through a constellation of 3,000 satellites. Musk reacted by tweeting that Bezos is a copycat. After reporting a 21% drop in its latest quarterly profit, the share price of Wall Street giant Goldman Sachs lost 3% yesterday, interrupting its gain of one-fifth so far this year. Like its rival J.P. Morgan Chase, which reported similar numbers last week, the reverse at Goldman was largely the result of a sharp decline in comparable trading revenue after an unusually strong first three months of 2018. In the other big banking story of the moment, Deutsche Bank is poised to evoke a rarely used accounting policy on bad will to get valuations into line for a potential merger with German counterpart Commerzbank. After a string of poor financial results, both banks are viewed negatively by investors, but they're being egged on by a German government that seeks to create a national champion. The RAND's recent run ended yesterday with the currency losing 7.5 cents against the US dollar to trade slightly above 14 RAND to the greenback. The JSE also had a losing session with softer industrials and resources pulling the overall index down a quarter of a percent. Pharma group Aspen continued its recovery from recent reverses, leading the heavyweights with a 3% share price improvement. 
Investec also enjoyed a meaningful recovery, its share price rising 2.5% to 92.32, with ABSA doing best in a firmer banking sector. That one was up 3%. The all-share index was also weighed down by a 2.25% reverse for NASPERS. Gold miner Sibanya had another torrid day, with its recent heavy hits amplified through a further 3.3% price decline that takes the share price to a two-month low of 13 rand and 43 cents. This has been your Biz News Flash Briefing. Until the next time, cheerio.